We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from So, Nick, uh, my birthday's coming up I'm Hey, about to mine turn is a... too Mine yeah. is too This is a this is a weed thing Not just an us that, or, No, not just a you thing Right, but I get to do something very special on my birthday that I don't think you get to do. Uh, what is that? I get to renew my license and my license plate tags. The what, state of why, Michigan, okay. The state of Michigan makes you register your car on your birthday. So every year on my birthday that I've lived up in Michigan, I get a notification: "Hey, Aaron, happy birthday! You owe us two hundred dollars, so you can drive your car." Do they at least try to give you like a discount? No. Okay, well, that's kind of rude. Just a, another example of a, the way the government gets you. But welcome, everybody, to The Last Call Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson, and alongside me is my co-host, Nick Warner. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm fully vaxxed, I'm fully waxed, and I'm ready for another fucking awesome podcast. Let's go. Scandalous. Sexy. Kinky. Wait, you didn't get waxed? I didn't get waxed. I'm also they not said vaxxed was- yet. They said that was part of the process. I don't know where you went to. Do you go to one of those back alley parlors? I, dude, I got to make a f- couple phone calls. I got to get off of this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us and Nick's newly waxed self um, as we attempt to do the Last Call podcast while drinking six beers in 60 minutes. But there is a catch. Each beer that we drink does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. So, Nick, did you come up with any new slang for the Budweiser? I did not, um, but I will take submissions and I will read them off uh, whenever people submit them. Uh, I'm more than happy to do that. But I came up with something very special for this week. Are you ready? Sure. I came up with a, a poem. This is written by yours truly. You ready? <clears throat> Budweiser's are red, and sometimes even blue. I drank it for Memorial Day, and I hope you did too. That's that's sweet, Nick. I, it's, I it's, think it's it's short, sweet, to the point, and it is beautiful. It, it was uh, touching. Tears, just crocodile tears, streaming down my face right now. Where did that come from, by the way? Crocodile tears. Uh, get the the fact check intern. God, that guy is so lazy. We're on it. But hold on. Okay. Well, while you're looking up whatever sparked crocodile tears, uh, I also am drinking Budweiser this week. So, uh, cheers. Dude, it's kind of been, I know we had a a short week because we're, we're, this is the week after. Memorial Day, right? And that it, I don't know, this week just feels like it's been so long, but so short at the same time. And I just need a beer. So I'm, I'm really happy we're doing this tonight. Cause I'm feeling, uh, feeling a little thirsty. That's See, for sure. So the, the crazy thing is, man, this week has flown by, but dude, I had the longest Memorial Day weekend. It, 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 so I had a buddy come in town. Uh, shout out to Nathan. Uh, we golfed on uh, Saturday. 
went out to dinner Friday night, whatever, and did some other stuff. Uh, Saturday golfed, and then Sunday went to the race. After that, uh, went race? out to the bars. The 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 Indianapolis 500, the greatest. Let's act like we have people outside of Indiana that are listening to this podcast. What is I know? The race? I I always I always forget that. So this is the uh, the Indianapolis 500. It's a 500 mile uh, IndyCar race that happens every Memorial Day weekend, and this was the first one that has happened since COVID that has allowed spectators at. So so funny thing about that. Um, they said they sold, I think, 140,000 tickets. Yeah. And it, it, when I was looking around, and so I was in the stands, when I was looking around, dude, it was pretty packed, and there was no way it was only 140,000. Yeah, I don't believe that. I had heard 60% capacity at Indianapolis Motor Speedway with no infield crowd at all. Correct. But I think, because 140, I think is actually 60%. I think the stands hold, what, 200,000? Something like that? It's so, something like that. So that would, I think that math kind of checks out or it's pretty damn close. But, dude, there were very small gaps in between people. It, like, they did not even try to space people out. Like, I'm, I'm not complaining at all. Um, I was honestly just happy to be there because I haven't missed one in, like, years. Actually, the... the only one that I missed since 2012 was one where our friend Haley got married and I went up to that. Um, it's the only time I'll ever miss one was for her. Um, but man, it was, it was crazy because that's the biggest sporting event or the biggest event period that has happened since COVID, I believe. It, well, as far as, as many people, right. Whether it's like the most popular or not is I guess how it sure. could be depending yeah. on, yeah. but in, in the most people in terms of people, which is awesome to see. Um, shout out to Elio Castroneves. He joins the four winners club. And for those of you who don't know, I guess that's kind of a big deal. I think he's the third person, third or fourth person to do that. He, he would be the fourth. I believe it'd be uh, Rick Rick Mears, AJ Foyt. Oh, shit. Uh, well, well, regardless, oh. he's, he's the third or fourth person to ever win four times at the Indianapolis 500. And, I mean, well, this was the 104. Fourth, hundred and hundred and fifth, running, and for only four people in history to win four times in that—that's uh, that's kind of impressive, right? In my and, opinion. And, and on to, so it was AJ Foyt, uh, Rick Mears, uh, Elio Castroneves, and the other one was Alonzer Senior was the one I couldn't get. But not only that, to win it four times, but he won his fourth one at the age of forty-six. Yeah. He's, he's not a young dude, man. He, yeah. Did you watch after the race? He milked every single second out of Oh yeah. that, the, that celebration. I it, Look, I wasn't at the race. I was watching on TV. I got a, like, I was like, hey, good for you. You know, you deserve this. Right. But at the same time, I was like, dude, go get the trophy. Like, stop running around the track. He ran, like, a, down the entire straightaway almost. Like yep. at least they look like it on TV and then ran back and was hugging and kissing everybody in the stadium. It, it just, it was a little bit over the top and and I, I can't blame him cause he broke history. By the way, it was also the fastest Indy 500 in history as well Correct. because there were only, there were two yellows the two, whole time, two cautions. And one of them, yeah, one of them was, one of them was in the pits because somebody spun in the pits coming in. And then the second one was because the a driver is coming out and there was uh, Graham Rahal 
and his back or his uh, left rear tire changer didn't get the wheel on all the that way. Was, that was hilarious to watch. If you Which watched on TV, crazy. did yeah. they show it on the on the teleprompter? Yeah, the, uh, the jumbotron, jumbotron, whatever. Yep. Did they show that from the car point of view? Because on TV they have the camera on the car, and so it, it oh, was showing behind backwards. him, and it just yeah. boop. <laughs> it's like, is that my wheel passing me? <laughs> Dude, uh, and then he, so and they, he spins out and crashes. It, it's, it, it well, reminded me, it reminded me of this, this fucking meme. Um, I, so I, I watch a lot of drag racing or whatnot from like YouTube, like 1320 video, or whatever. Well, I remember there was a, a video of somebody taking off and they sheared the, uh, one of the rear tires cause the car put down so much torque and so you just see this guy go to take off and the wheel flies off and somebody made it a meme and said, Jesus, take the wheel. Oh, Jesus, not that, not that wheel. <laughs> and so I wanted to say the same thing about the Graham Ray all thing. Jesus, take the wheel. Whoa, whoa, whoa. never mind. Not that one. Yeah, that's uh, it's very unfortunate for that guy, because, I mean, it, it's almost like I don't want to equate it to the Olympics because it's every four years. But for this spectacle, they call it the greatest spectacle in racing. You know, it's a big deal uh, yeah, in the Midwest. I, mean, I, I don't know about across the country, but, I mean, if you're anywhere near Indiana or Indianapolis, it, you like to go. So yeah. it, it's, well, it's I, a great time. And, I, I had a, a guy that was sitting next to me that actually rode his motorcycle up from North Carolina just for the race and then was literally driving right back down, or sorry, riding right back down right after the race. It's, it's, it's a good time. I've been one time. I want to go again. Hopefully, um, I like the infield. The infield's a great time. They they now have the big concert in the middle, the Snake Pit, where typically they get some EDM DJ. When the year that I went, it was Steve Aoki was performing there in the in the middle of the the pit. So, speaking of Steve Aoki, um, I was thinking about this the other day because I was listening to a song. I was actually listening to a live performance. And I remember watching this live musical performance on TV when it actually happened, and it made me go, wow. Like, I was just extremely impressed with the artists that performed. Was it so, uh, Doja Cat at uh, the Jake Paul oh, fight? fuck off. No, that was... <laughs> she She wasn't even the worst one at the, at the Jake Paul fight. Sweetie was so bad. Just terrible. You, she blatantly was just... She wasn't even lip syncing. She just was not singing at all. Like if you watched her mouth, her mouth was just closed and she was just like swaying back and forth. Like that's all she was doing. And the music's playing and her voice is coming over the speaker, but she's clearly not doing anything. Hey, you know what she said? Fuck it. I'm <sighs> still getting paid. <laughs> well, that's what everybody that night said. Fuck this. I'm still getting paid. So what a, what a travesty. By the way, uh, Logan Paul fights Floyd Mayweather and uh, this weekend, uh, June. Oh, June 6th? Yeah, Sunday, yep. June 6th. He fights Floyd Mayweather. They have no judges. The only way anybody can win is if they knock each other out. So, Oh, I, I, well, I saw that they're not even declaring winner, though. No. Like, they'll, if they go through all 12 rounds or whatever it is, and nobody's knocked out, nobody wins. So, but... But the but, chances of there being a knockout... no winner. <laughs> they said there will be no winner declared. It's... Well, obviously, if one dude knocks the other dude out, it, there's clearly yeah. a winner, even if it doesn't show in the record. It, it, it's going to be an unofficial win, but yeah. yeah. But anyways, I, I don't want to get off that. I'm, I'm going to get worked yeah. up on that. So anyway, going back your to concert. The, going back to the musical performance. So I, I was curious if there was a show 
a movie, a music performance, a, an event, just period, like a race that you've been to that you were just like, that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Uh, well, but what was the one though that you saw? I don't. Th- okay, I, I, I interrupted you. I interrupted so you. it was the, I believe it was the 2015 VMAs, okay. uh, MTV Video Music Awards, and Tori Kelly. I don't know if you've heard that name or not. She was of, uh, she was a character in um, Sing, that animated movie with all the animals. Okay. She was the voice of the elephant. The I think I don't know Gloria maybe something like that. But anyways, the real shy elephant, and that was her. Uh, she she voiced that character, but to to put this performance in perspective, Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus all came out and they did their typical big flashy performance, lip sync, not musically talented at all, and it was right. like oh wow another star. She came out there and, in my opinion, obliterated anybody else that performed. She has one of the largest vocal ranges that I I've heard. She has such amazing control and the song that she performed is called should have been us and you can find it on youtube but like seriously she hits notes and i'm not a music person by any means but she hits notes in that song that literally give me kind of the chills when i listen to it it still like gets me it's a great performance and one of the best live performances i might have ever seen so that just got me thinking like there are some really talented people out there. And for me as somebody, I'm not even like super into music at all. I'm not, I don't play the instrument, like I said, or I'm not a music buff, but for me to go, wow, that was impressive to me. Just made me think, is there something that's done that for other people? So I, I, uh, now that you've said it, I know you have sent it to me multiple times and you're like, wow, this like, she's unbelievable, which the the annoying thing though is like artists got there because of you know their voice whatever there had to be some reason why they were that good or put in that spot in the, in the first place and i hate it because you know they have this natural talent and then i don't know if they just get lazy or don't want to sing at performances or anymore or worried about it just just let your fucking natural talent you know, take you and sing live. I know it's nerve wracking or whatever that you're going to miss a note, but I feel like people would appreciate the live performance so much more. Well, you some know, of them, I mean, that was Taylor the talent Swift. there. Well, that was Taylor Swift's big criticism when she first came out. Cause she started off as a songwriter and then she started performing her own songs. Like she writes the vast majority of her songs, right. which is impressive. Cause not many people do that anymore, but then the music industry gets a hold of them and they have to sell records. So they're just going to trot out the most, what's the mathematical formula for what's going to sell? Right. That's, yeah. It, that's, it's calculated well, anymore. There is no, it, it, there's very little art in my but, opinion. But I'm in talking music more anymore. of just like the, the, the seeing ability, you know, like they, yeah. they were good. They had a naturally great gift of a voice, you know, to begin with. And it's like, we want to hear that. We don't want to hear you lip sync it or whatever. I want you with a straight face to tell me that Katy Perry has a naturally good voice. I need you to tell uh, I, me that I, with a straight face. Cause I will call you a liar. I cannot say that I have ever heard her. She's know, fine. She's, she's better. A she's, be, she's better than average. 
I'll give her better than average, but she is not by any means great. And what's sad is that, in my opinion, Tori Kelly has one of the best voices I've ever heard, but nobody knows her. She's not popular. She doesn't. I think she get had a song with. Uh, she had a, uh, a a song with Thomas Rhett, I believe. Might have had a couple, but I I, I think she's a little big bigger than you. You're kind of putting her out there. To she be. could be. I'd be curious to know how many people who who are listening know who Tori Kelly is. Cause again, I, I think she's one of the best singers I've ever heard, but so, I don't feel like she so gets I, credit. I don't have an exact like, um, performance or, or something that really stood out like, uh, in particular, but I just remembered that, um, every once in a while I'd pop up on, <clears throat> or in my YouTube suggestions, I would find this like BBC one radio, uh, Vivo channel or whatever. BBC Radio 1 Vivo. Um, but on there, they do this thing. It's like um, the live lounge or something like that. But they do this cool thing every once in a while where they have um, an artist sing somebody else's song. So, um, like here, for example, here's Demi Lovato, Take Me to Church. That's a song by Hozier. Mm-hmm. Um, here's Justin Bieber singing, uh, fast car originally sung by Tracy Chapman. Um, Harry Styles singing the chain by Fleetwood Mac, but those are all like live songs and you get to hear the artists like natural voice, but you also get to hear them outside of their like comfort zone, right? They're singing a new song that they never, obviously they've rehearsed it, but it's just you get to hear them in a different, uh, almost a different genre of something that's outside of their realm, which is kind of yeah. cool. No, I agree. It's always interesting when other artists cover other artists, right? Like pop stars or big stars cover other songs. Sometimes I think they're really good. Other times I think that they're eh. And, yeah, and it's, no, it, it, it's a hit or a miss, right? But well, the and then there's sometimes really fucking hit. Well, and then there's sometimes where you don't even realize that the artist who's covering another artist or doing a cover isn't the original singer. For example, Rascal Flatts, Life is a Highway, is not their song. That is a cover of, mm-hmm. a, of I forget who the original singer of that song is. See, I don't even, I forget who the original singer is, but I know it's a cover of See, I didn't, Life I, is a I Highway. I didn't know that. I know, yeah, I know there's a not lot their of, song. Uh, I know there's a lot of like... Uh, the one I know specifically is like Red Akins, who is uh, Thomas Rhett's dad, is a really uh, big songwriter. And a lot of his songs out there, at least the ones that he he's written, are the songs for like Luke Bryan and, I mean, j- just your big country uh, artists out there. All got their, a lot of them got their songs from Red Akins, which is kind of cool. And same thing, Thomas Rhett's written a lot of songs for um for other artists but the kind of the weird thing is they may have been the one that originally wrote it but you can't think of them singing it you know it, it, it's like it automatically it has to stick with the person that originally sang it and released it yeah so life is a highway is an original song by tom cochran released never in heard ni- of released in 1991 rascal flats Redid covered the song for the movie Cars. In oh, I didn't that, even realize it was that 
Damn that 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 it was re released that late. I well, it, that came out a long time ago, longer time ago. Wait, the Rascal Va uh, Flats version. No, nope. It was. When it was did, released when did cars, cars come out? That's what I'm looking for. Cars movie. I think it's 2005. That's my guess. Okay. Uh, I was going to say 2006. 2006. So, yeah. Damn. Like I said, sometimes you don't know. But, again, Rascal Flatts did such a good job on that song. I think they did a very good job on covering that song, where I thought it was their own song, but it wasn't. It was a cover of Tom Cochran's song from 1991. Right. Right. So, just, just something interesting about the music industry, about, you know, people covering other people and, and sometimes they do a great job and sometimes it's eh. but I do have a hot take speaking of music on concerts okay hit me I want to know what your opinion do you like concerts I, I love it I think uh, whenever I go to a concert and I listen to the music I'm like wow that's so much better than uh, listening on a fucking CD it's, it's all about the show and the act and actually being there and feeling the music I, think I don't it's, like concerts. It's, it's a lot better. Okay. I don't well, like why concerts. is that? Why are you so snooty right now? I, I'm i not being snooty. Snooty. <laughs> I don't like concerts because, and maybe I just haven't gone to the right concert. There was one I went to in college between freshman and sophomore year. It was a country concert, and the people that I wit, was with made it a ton of fun. I had a great time. Didn't know the artist at all. But I had a great time when I went. All of the other concerts I've been to other than that one, I get too distracted by everything going on around me. I get too distracted by the other people. I get too distracted by things on stage. I get too distracted by the visual effects. And it's not an ADHD thing. It's just... I, I just see the other people around me, you know, singing this person's song. And then I start to think, like, I wonder what it's like for him up there. Okay. To, yeah. to have all of these people down here singing their song. And I'm like, I wonder what it would be like to be up there. Or I wonder what it would be like to be the guitarist. Or, you know, I start thinking about things of how this got put on, how the concert's going, that distract me from the actual performance, distract me from the music, and I don't enjoy it. Like, I don't know. I don't get into it as much. So I, I, I kind of understand what you're where you're coming from because for me, I'm not a big sports. Like I, I'll watch sports if they're on. I'll go to an event, whatever. But if I go to a basketball game or a baseball game and I'm watching it, after I leave, I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I watched like 10% of that. I, I realized I was like looking around wondering like, what was going on, what what this person was doing over here, what the scoreboard was doing, what the, you know, fucking kiss cam was showing. Uh, you know, I, I realized I didn't actually watch that much of the action that was going on. But for me, at least at a concert, I feel like there's only one thing. There's the music, there's the five people on stage, that's it. And I focus in on that and I just enjoy the hell out of it. So maybe we're kind of like opposites. I don't know how you now, feel about when you're at the basketball games. but I, I think that's a comparable thing, right? If I'm watching a football game, I'm watching what's going on the field, what the strategy is, why did they do that? They shouldn't have done that play. They should have done something else, right? I, I'm thinking about all of those things. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with concerts is I'm not just taking in the music and enjoying the music. I'm thinking about everything else around it. Now, here's something that is, I guess, weird potentially. 
I still like live music. It's not that I don't like live music. It's just concert, big concert atmospheres. I like smaller venues. I like small concert atmospheres. So for example, going out in Nashville and going to the different bars and listening to those guys play. That's True. just a lot of fun. I'm at a bar at that point listening to live music. I'm not, I didn't pay, you know, a hundred dollars for a ticket to go see whatever artist. And it's a big production. I'm at a bar listening to some people just jam out and have a good time. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the venue. I'm, I'm pretty sure if you were at like Tomorrowland, you would be paying, paying attention to the act. Yeah, no, I would have a great time. Sure. I would be raging my face off because I that is one of the things I want to do. I want to go to Tomorrowland. And if you don't know what Tomorrowland is, it is an EDM music festival that's hosted in Belgium every year. And it and, is absolutely insane. And it looks like an absolute blast. And I want to go so bad. So in that, so maybe it's just I'm not going to the right concerts. Maybe I haven't gone and found an artist that's worth seeing live for me. So there, there are a handful well, of artists. I feel like you're also not like a huge music buff, though, right? No, I'm I not. I mean, I unless, unless I'm wrong. No, I'm not. I, I don't go out and find new music. I'll hear a new song every once in a while and put it on my Spotify, but I don't go searching for new music. I don't have a genre that is like my absolute go-to that I love so much that I'm going to go find new artists. I, I just, I'm not a big music person in general. So, but... There are some artists that I, I like so much that I would definitely want to see them in concert. Uh, a lot of them are kind of uh, punk rock type bands. I would go see Sum 41. I'd go see Foo Fighters. I would go see Green Day. Right. Uh, I would see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, one that I would absolutely love to go see that's not a, a punk band, Bryce Vine. I love Bryce Vine. Yeah. And if you haven't heard. It, it, it's fucking awesome. He he himself is an absolute vibe, and I think he's very underrated. So if you want to check out some new, he's like a rap R and B, right? Is that what uh, you would consider him? It, so, something like that, man. His, his songs are just like super chill, and like it's like very West Coast, like chill vibe, right? Yeah, without good, say, good feelings, without good sounding too. Uh, uh, what do you want to say, millennial or yeah. uh, Gen X or Gen Z or whatever? I, I love Bryce Vine. So if you want to check out some new music, go go check out Bryce Vine. But you know what I you know what I think? We say fuck it. We go to uh, uh we find a concert that you want to go to, one of those, you know, alt rock bands that you were talking about. Uh Foo Fighters or or fuck. Dude, Blink one eighty two came to Indy yeah. once and I fucked up and did not get a ticket and I was so pissed. They're another one I would go see as well. Yeah, but you know what? But regardless, I say we find one and we go to it and we just do it. That's that's the thing. Report back, right? I I think maybe it's just I'm not going to see the right concerts. But the ones that I've been to, like I said, of all of the concerts that I've been to, there was that one between freshman and sophomore year of college we went to. Was a they called it the party in the parking lot. It was Billy Currington, who I had never heard of before. Before you never heard Billy Currington, not before I went. Oh, so okay. Fair. So he, there was just a, a country western store in my hometown that threw a concert. Had Billy Currington. They called it the party in the parking lot, and um, it was it was an absolute blast. I had so much fun. Um, 
But again, maybe I just need to find the right right artist to go see. But True. That's, I, I, and maybe that's not a hot take. Maybe there are other people that don't like concerts as well. But I feel like I might be in the minority on that. So, God, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, they're they're fun. I I I agree. If you're going to a concert, so we have a thing here called. Um, I think it's Ruoff Home Mortgage Center or something like that. Regardless, it's just, it's a big no uh a venue in Noblesville uh where a ton of concerts happen and it's this just huge venue. Well, they sell tickets like up front that actually have seats where you can like watch and everything, but then there's like lawn tickets that you could buy that are much cheaper. And I can under uh, definitely understand if you're sitting out there and there's a lot of other distractions and stuff like that. Like I can understand it from that point of how you don't like the like the experience, I guess. The other thing about concerts that I hate is that I feel like a big old bitch when I leave the concert and I can't hear anything and my, I need like hearing it. Like I feel like an old man, right? It's like I need to take earplugs with me to the concert because my ears just ring for days afterwards and I just can't hear anything. And I, I literally... So, f- I'm, I'm assuming you've never done a concert uh, like from like the pit where you're right in front of the artist. Uh, I did one in high school. We went to J. Cole. Okay. But again, same thing. Even when I was it's in high school. It's going to be loud as shit. Yeah. It's very loud and I don't like it. And again, I feel like a, a a senior citizen, just like, turn the music down. It's too loud. You know, right. I, right. I, don't, <laughs> I just feel extremely old after leaving a concert because now my head's just ringing. My ears are ringing and I just hate it. Dude, I went to, um, I think... One of the first concerts I think I actually went to. No, first first concert I went to was the Eagles. So how old does that sound? Very old. That's, that's very old. Um, my parents got got me into that, so uh, I blame them. They're you're a great old, band. You're old at you're old at heart, Nick. I I am at old at heart. Well, you know what? We'll we'll get onto that too. We'll get onto that. But I I real quick story. I went to Tim McGraw. Uh, like. And I was in the pit, like with my parents and everything. And Tim McGraw got flashed by some girl uh, right up front. And we were right there. And he looks down at her and stops, stops singing, stops moving, whatever. And just goes, that's not very ladylike. And then walked away. I I don't know if I think that's funny or if that's kind of like, just just enjoy it and like move on i mean it, I, I don't know like, what, what do you I, think about it's that? definitely it's it's a different reaction than you would expect from any other country but then again he was also you know in his 40s or 50s or however i this concert was in 2014 or something like that um here here's a question so, for you how many how many pairs of boobs do you think wheeler walker jr sees when he plays drop them out let me see them titties uh that's you can't count that high it's impossible you, <laughs> you, cannot you count gotta that think high. that all of the women in the in the in the arena just take off their tops and just infinite boobs dude there's there's those people that have those fucking songs that just pe- get people going you know oh man absolutely See that's that's what you that's a concert you got to go to. You almost go for that one fucking song. Ooh, just speaking to hear of that. Speaking of songs that get the people going, the Killers. Uh, I know I played it on Friday vibes. Don't Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Yep, Mr. Brightside it, it gets the people going. It gets the white people going. It gets the, the white, white people going. 
for the white people. That's what it's really all about. So you you said we would get to your old at heart. What what did you mean by that? So I here's a crazy story. <clears throat> I had I had heart surgery at the age of twenty five. That's young. I I guess I don't know if you consider it heart surgery or a heart procedure. I don't know if there's a difference. I feel like surgery is like a little bit more. Um, it sounds not, more serious. In depth. Yeah, more serious. But I had a. So then let's go with procedure then. So, okay. <clears throat> little background. Um, so I think when I when I graduated college and everything, I was uh, just starting work, and I had noticed for a while that I had this like weird heartbeat every once in a while when I go to bed, and there's like no lights on, no distractions, no noise or whatever. I, you know, put my hand over my heart and I could feel this like weird rhythm every once in a while. Well, I had noticed this for some time. Um, so I actually in college when I was still running cross country, um, and I thought at the time my heartbeat was just super slow, right? When you're running, you're, you're, um, I, I really want to look this up, but runner's hearts, when you're in shape, in the best shape of your life, your resting heart rate is just like ridiculous, like 40 beats per minute or something like that. So at the time I was just like, eh, it's probably just, uh, the, the, the low heart rate, whatever. Um, ignored it all through college and everything. Well, it kept going. And then, like I said, noticed it after I had graduated and, I was like, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe we go check this out, whatever. Well, I remember one day I, at work, I was like, man, I'm not feeling too hot. Uh, my chest feels really tight. Should probably go to the med check or whatever. So I go to a med check and I'm like, hey, I have this like tight chest or whatever. And I've also noticed my heart beats a little weird. Uh, I've noticed it for a number of years. The lady just like drops everything and goes, hey, we're going to send you to the ER. The emergency room. She's like, I was like, oh, what the fuck? That's not cool. So I go to the emergency room, whatever, and they throw all the heart monitors, everything on me. And I'm like, this is getting out of hand real quick. My dad drives up like two hours to come find me or whatever. And they're looking at my heart on the charts, like the heartbeat on the charts. And it's like dipping every once in a while. They're like, yeah, dude, you might want to go see a heart doctor. So long story short, um, after like a few visits and everything and of going to the heart hospital, they find out that like one in eight of my heartbeats is just like garbage basically. What what, do you mean? what does that mean? So it was like, it, I had a, a weird rhythm. Uh, people might say like arrhythmia or something like that, but um, your normal heartbeat, right? Is boom, 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 boom. Like it's consistent. Well, mine would go boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. So I had the same amount of heartbeats per minute, but every once in a while I get like a double beat and then a big gap, whatever. So turns out I had like a spot in my heart that was telling it to beat when it shouldn't be beating, right? And so one in eight of those beats, there was a double beat in there basically. Um, and so what they had to do is I had to have an ablation is what it's called. And they literally go in from your, 
not to get graphic here or anything, but they go yeah, in. because we're never graphic. We never push the boundaries on this show. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. They went True. through your groin. They went through my groin, whatever, um, and they basically go all the way up, which is fucking unreal. Like, they go well, all the way up from your groin to your heart. That's the weirdest thing. Isn't that insane? I, like, how I, do you map that way? Like, how do you find your way? I, I fuckle, fucking struggle finding my way to work half the time, like driving, <laughs> let alone We're gonna navigate going up the arteries. arteries. Yeah. What the See, fuck? Little do you know, they actually took the magic school bus and just shrunk down to microscopic size, and then Miss Frizzle drove through your groin all the way up to your heart to fix it. it she might have been the one. Who knows? That's that's the uh, there there might be a patent out there on there. You know, we, we should probably do some research to see if Miss Frizzle's magic school bus is patented. That would be sick. That would be cool. That'd be pretty dope. But so anyway, they go all the way up and then they map out your heart and they find the spot that uh, is like telling the heart to beat when it shouldn't be, and like they map out all the signals and whatnot, and then they bring up another fucking little I don't want to want to call it this little fucking arm whatever and it goes all the way up and then they literally use like either um like heat to cauterize it or like cold to cauterize it in a way whatever but they basically kill that they fucking slap that spot on um in your heart slap it on the wrist and tell it to stop and that's how you fix it no you stop it so so stop beating twice (laughs) yeah exactly it's like no you shouldn't be doing that stop it slap it on the wrist um your heart's just like okay (laughs) yeah and then and then it's just fine um but the cool thing um out of this whole thing was one all of the weird looks that i got every time i showed up to the heart hospital and they would fucking double check the charts they're like hey nick uh, you are Nick correct and then they would look up from their clipboard and then look back down look up look down look down <laughs> and I'm like something wrong they're like you're a lot younger than our normal patients here nice so the fun thing is I have a new group of friends out of it um, hoping to get invited to bingo one of these days what's um, the average age I don't know probably probably in the 70s I would say uh, the people at the heart hospital was funny. How many times do you get, you remind me of my grandson. Oh, they pinch my cheeks all the time. <laughs> it's kind of adorable. Um, but then the fucking worst out of the whole situation was, so when I was actually going in for the procedure, um, they have to, uh, prepare the, uh, insertion site. If, if you will. So you're and, growing. The, the groin and they have to clear out the we're, I'm giving you the whole the foliage the, <laughs> I'm giving you okay I wasn't going to describe it as that but I'm giving you the whole the whole view on this right they have to clear out everything down there so all the hair the foliage whatever. it's gross yeah foliage whatever I had a younger nurse and she comes in the room she goes all right well I'm gonna, I, I gotta I have to clip you now and I'm like I don't like that term. Clip you. <laughs> not not when you're down there, you don't. Not when you're down there, you don't need to clip me. No, let's <laughs> let's let's not. Let's. I'm fine with what I have right now. Uh, let's keep it intact. Everything everything but, unclipped, please. <laughs> keep yes. everything unclipped. 
That is such a, it's such a fucking dude. You're a hold on. So oh, so you were awake for this too. Well, for the the initial part, but you're out. Like the surgery takes no, like four hours. It takes. No, forever. of course you're not a. Of course you're not awake for the surgery. But when this young nurse comes in to clip oh. you, you're awake through that whole thing. Yeah, let's let's not use the term clip, man. I still have PTSD. That's <laughs> fucking. It's so awkward. Like, why didn't you just tell me ahead of time? I would have done it for you. Yeah, it's, let's save seriously. The, you know. Your doctor that. could have easily sent you an email or just given you for, hey, by the way, we have to go through your groin. Uh, we recommend you, if you can, shave prior. Like, why would they have the nurse do that? I don't know, man. I I, I, I maintain whatever myself well. Um, I like to think I'm a very hygienic person. Was um, she impressed? I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> The whole thing was just embarrassing for me. I just didn't want to be there at all. Like, so it's so, so weird that, being exposed like that. Like, you're in an indecent position, no matter what you're packing down there. So that that reminds me of I, I told the story uh, a few episodes ago about our friend that had ruptured his text, testicle playing softball. Yep, and I remember he was saying the hardest thing about it because he had to have ultrasounds on his testicles to see like how bad the the injury was yeah he goes yep it's really hard not to get an erection when they're rubbing warm lubricant and uh, a metal device down, <laughs> down there you gotta sit there and focus no 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 you think of disgusting you slap it things on, you just slap it on the wrist no no <laughs> not now down boy down down no <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, it, so, it's just so you're, man, you're you're in a very vulnerable position, and uh, I don't know, I don't like so it. So you're literally and figuratively old at heart. Correct, correct. You know what? what should I should I go on to another embarrassing story while I'm on it? Sure. Hey, real quick, I, I I just wanted to. I was thinking about it when you said that when you went to the medical medical clinic and they're like hey we need to take you to the er and they're like you need to go see a heart doctor and they kind of like freaked out about it yeah that's how i felt when i messed up my ankle i i literally was sitting in the uh waiting room of the er and i was like can somebody please just come out here and just pop my ankle back in so i can go home they take me in they start prepping me they they do all this stuff i was like hey is this actually like necessary and the nurse goes, yeah, you're not going to want to be awake when we have to put this thing back in. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Like, that's that's never a good sign when they're like, yeah, you don't want to be awake for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be bad. There will be blood. So, yeah, just those unexpected, like, reactions from the doctor are never, never good. Right, right. Uh, so, so what's your other embarrassing story? Oh, man, this one, this story. <clears throat> All my friends know this now. Or I've already uh, kind of thrown this out there. Uh, you're the only one that has not heard this yet. So this is going to be kind of exciting. In our notes for topics tonight, I, I saw the title, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're about to tell me. But I, I like which, I have an idea good. just from the title that you put in there. So let's let's see what it is. What happened? Okay, so. Some time ago, and I think it was probably about a year ago, whenever we were going to um, to Las Vegas, we did our Las Vegas San Diego trip to see our friend Adam. Yep. Um, and I think this is when it happened. Well, 
on your phone, at least on iPhones, you could do this thing where it says, hey Siri, call me blank. And you can have Siri call you whatever name you want. Um, if your name is Nick in my case, you could say, hey Siri, call me Bill. And Siri will say, hey, I'm gonna call you Bill from now on. <clears throat> well, our friend Sean happened to change my name to Big Dick, Big Dick Bitch Boy. All right. Okay. Okay. Kind of, kind of irrelevant. Whatever. Right now, I forgot to change it. I forgot about it. I kind of wrote it off. It, I, for whatever. Didn't think about changing it and just left it. It never pops up. I never see it, so I wouldn't have thought about it. Yeah, it's not like when <clears throat> Siri announces a time or something. It's like, hey, big dick bitch boy, the time is whatever. Correct. Yes, you, exactly. It, it, it doesn't pop up. It's irrelevant, right? It's, it's just sitting in the background. Um, little did I know it was sitting in the background, stewing and waiting for the perfect opportunity to fuck me over. Um... Uh, so this weekend, my buddy Nathan came down to golf with me, and while I was sitting there, uh, I get a uh, vibration in my pocket, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. I pull out my phone, and I see at the top of it, it says, stop sharing emergency location. I'm like, hmm, that's kind of weird. Okay, well, let me stop that. All right. So I, 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 I didn't share it. Or whatever, stop sharing it. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, well, we cleared that. About about a minute later, 30 seconds to a minute later, I get a call from my brother. It says, hey, are you doing all right? I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, hey, I just got a text message. And it uh, says you might be in trouble. I should probably check on you. It says big dick bitch boy is in trouble. You might want to check on them. Here's his location. <laughs> Little did I know, this went out to all of my emergency contacts. <laughs> Those emergency contacts include my brother, my dad, and my mother. <laughs> so, I was actually golfing with my dad at the time, so I grabbed my dad's phone, whatever, clear the message, whatever, you know, try to get rid of it. Later on, um, I get a call, or call from my mother, about 30 seconds after my, my brother called me says, Hey, 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 are you all right? Are you all right? I, I just want to check. This is freaking me out. I got a message. Here's the location and everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I was like, Matt called me. I don't know why it sent out an emergency location message, whatever. And I'm fine. Don't need to worry about me. Thinking it's all past us. I know she got the text. I'm like, I'm just going to ignore it and move on from that situation. Well, later on that day, my mom calls me. She says, "Hey, hey, have you uh, have you had dinner yet?" And I'm like, "No, what's up?" Or, or no, I said, "No, yeah, I, I had pizza already." She's like, "Hey, do you mind if I stop by?" I'm like, "No, go, come on, uh, just yeah, stop on by." Um, so I'm sitting on the couch, whatever, watching a movie. And she walks in and starts talking or whatever, and then starts to get a little serious. And she's like, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about the whole thing. And, and, um, I just worried that you're getting mixed up with the wrong group. And I don't know if it's something like porn or something, <laughs> or if you were, if you were having trouble coming out to us or, 
<laughs> and I'm just like, no, no, no. What? Yeah, dude. Oh, so she like looked at, like thought into it a lot and thought I was like basically. I'm assuming she was thinking I was somebody's bitch and I was into like <laughs> some situation with some porn sort of that sex I cult. Be. I don't know, man. It was so I got fucking beef with fucking Apple for so <laughs> how this happens is you press and hold the um the up volume button and while holding the uh power button. And if yeah, you hold so, that by the, the emergency way. thing pops up. Right. Right. But by the way, that's how you used to hard reset your iPhone. Back Correct. in the day, kids, you used to hold the up button and the power button and you would hard reset your phone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now it just well, sends out emergency. That. Now it just sends out emergency notifications. Yep. So not only did I, I did the worst thing. It's even worse than a butt dial, right? I, I sent out this emergency SOS message and for whatever fucking reason, Apple, why the hell did you use the nickname that somebody put in my phone? Why could you Rather than like use the name associated with your Apple ID? With my Apple ID. Why would you use the... Like what? So, oh my God. So let's, <laughs> so let's say... I thought you were going to say that the cops, <laughs> the cops showed up like it sent out to the police and the oh, police no. sent and the police come to the golf course and Not they're like, yeah, we're looking for big dick. <laughs> the cops he's are looking for somewhere. They're fucking announcing it. <laughs> no, across the course. He's on the yeah, next hole. He, he's on all <laughs> seven right now. Go get him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Excuse was, me, sir. We got an emergency notification. We're looking for big dick bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's in the sand trap right now. You might want to let him finish out the hole real quick. <laughs> so that was my Memorial Day weekend. Um, horrible. I that love was, that your mom asked if you needed to come out to <laughs> Yeah, right. You know, at least at the time of this episode coming out, um, it will be... Uh, what is what do you want to call it? Uh, LGBTQ month. What is it? Pride week. Pride. Pride week. Month? Pride. Pride. Pride month. Whatever. So, this all does not uh, line up well for me. No offense to anybody, but, I, but I, that's not my preference. I straight. Um, but this is all very poor timing. So yeah. Well, I think that's a great transition, Nick, into uh, that time of the night. I guess what time of the night is it? It is last call. Let's get this over with. Let's move it on to something different. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast where every week, big dick bitch boy and I do something a little bit different. Oh, the PTSD is coming. <laughs> so this is the last call and uh we have done this before but it's been quite a while nick and uh with summer it's warm out i'm excited uh, i think it's time to do a little bit of spring cleaning so we are gonna have ourselves a recycling day uh we we, we don't call it a trash day which is probably good yeah no we're, we're recycling we're just bringing up old stuff that we wanted to talk about, but we never quite got to. So, 
This is a rapid fire segment. Got some questions. Going to throw them out there, answer quickly, and uh, move on to the next recycled topic. So, Nick, are you ready for recycling day? Let's fucking do it. All right. So, we had talked about me being bullied in middle school for my weight uh, a few episodes ago, and it reminded me of another story. So, back in middle school, there was a girl that I had a crush on, and we kind of liked each other. But somehow, the tables turned on me, and she ended up becoming my bully. So I don't oh, know. No. How, yeah, I don't know how that happened. Like we we kind of like each other. Are we outing her? Huh? Are we outing her? Are we outing her? Uh, anyway, kind keep, of. keep 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 going. Let's go. So yeah, my All my right. crush that we kind of liked each other and in, in middle again it was middle school, uh, ended up becoming my bully, and uh, now when I go home, uh, she's a local TV anchor for the local news station. So I get to see her anytime the local news is on. <laughs> What does her name rhyme with? Porin. I don't. I don't know. Por, por, okay. Well. Anyway, we're coming after you. We're getting you. <laughs> You're on full Hashtag. blast, you damn bitch. It's, this Anyways. is Aaron's. Aaron's me too. Right so now. So I. It, yeah, me too. Bullied by my crush. So, anyways, I just wanted to to throw that out there because I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, next one. What song do you have stuck in your head right now? Uh, mine is Zombie. Uh, I don't know who it's by, but the the Cranberries. Or yeah, by the Cranberries. Just, cran- just because it, I, I don't even think it's the. I think it's just Cranberries. But, but regardless, the Cranberries or Cranberries, uh, because they say, "In your head, in your head," and that's literally what's stuck in my head right now. That's oh, what, okay. What popped up? Ah, see that play on words so mine is actually a bryce vine song i got two of them i guess bryce vine uh whoa, 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 whoa. you said which song not you can't have two songs do you have multiple voices in your forth. head at the same time too yes i do so one oh. of them is listening to uh my holiday by bryce vine the other one is listening to uh underclass heroes by Sum 41 so those two uh kind of flip flop back forth in my head so beautiful and, and whenever I get a song stuck in my head, I have to play it to death. Otherwise, it will remain there for a very, very long time. I just have to play it on repeat until I'm no longer infatuated with that song. So I, I don't know. Fair enough. Um, this one comes courtesy of Cameron. Who, which group of people are the most annoying stereotypes? We've got Karens, uh, vegans, one-uppers... Uh, crypto investors. <laughs> what is there a stereotype or a group uh, of you know kind of comical stereotypes that people have given that uh, you find the most annoying? Uh, does it does it have to be out of that group? No, it could be it, whatever. Does, does it have to be comical? Well, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, what? Well, uh, are you a closeted uh, racist, Nick? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> well, so I think what, one, one, one that is missing on here. Um, it well, I wouldn't say crypto investors. I would say wannabe investors or the I should have, I could have, I if I would have invested. Like, what's a little bit uh, of a variation on the crypto investor, but also the uh, the one that's missing on here is the uh, 
Shit, what's that thing where you do the fitness where it's like, like you're CrossFit? flipping tires? Yeah, those people. You know what? That that that's my one. Okay. I, I could see that. Um so hey, did I tell you I started CrossFit last week? <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. That mod was crazy, now. wasn't it? I'm also vegan now. Did I tell you that? Uh you're gonna tell me how I shouldn't eat meat. So anyways, Karen's Karen's are just kind of comical. I mean, they're they're super annoying, but it, I would the the people that don't fight back against Karens, I just can't understand. Uh, vegans, they are annoying because they they not only do they tell you how they're vegan, then they like condemn you to hell because you're not a vegan. Uh, one uppers, they're kind of annoying, but I see. I almost feel like sometimes I do that, and I, and I, it's unintentional. It's me trying to relate to people. It's like, oh, you have that story. Oh, I can relate because of whatever. So it's not necessarily right. that I'm trying to one up. It's just like, oh, I I understand because I can relate. So I'm trying to find not, some it, way to relate it, but I just don't come off the right way. Yeah. Right. So I I don't know if I truly <clears throat> do that or not, but that's one where I I I can understand why people would be. It's not like. Oh, I just bought a house. Oh, well, I just bought a mansion. You know, it's right. not like it's, that. It's, it's never like, that blatant. No. Uh, I threw in crypto investors because I feel more and more people are getting annoyed by that. So, um, I don't know. Ooh, I, I think ooh, one more, one more. This is going to be kind of a hot take. Um, I'm going to throw this out there. Second Amendment people. I, I get it. So get the fuck th- out this here. is this is a hot take. Do you not this love America? Take. Okay, well, there's my point proven. You fucking commie bastard. <laughs> so, so I, so this is a hot take. Um, I have a firearm. Like I, I have a pistol. I, I'm fine with shooting guns. Whatever. I have a carry, a concealed carry permit and whatever. I don't mind that. But it's like when people are just like so fucking over the top about it. Like, oh, I need this gun and I need the well, well just like, oh, why can't I have a fucking automatic rifle and why? Why do you have a problem with this? Whatever. It's, it's my just God like, given fucking right. Yeah. That's, that's why. That's why. Just just being over the top with it. I'm fine with no, people with you. guns and everything, but it's like when you're just obnoxious about it. I get fuck it. You. you like guns? That's fine. That's a hobby. Fuck you. It's a lifestyle. Anyways, hey. uh, next question. Uh, what do you think? Oh, this... can I, I, one more. Uh, people who wear American fighter t-shirts. I don't, what do you mean? Oh, oh, God, man. Just look up American Fighter t-shirts. That's a fucking stereotype in itself. Okay. Well, I will anyway, definitely go ahead. maybe look that up later. Uh, Next one. What are the... Who do you think has the sexiest accent? Australians. Really? Uh, probably not. Uh, I mean, the British accent's always going to be fucking awesome. Uh, there's a very fine line between British and Australian accents. By the way, do not call an Australian person British or vice versa. Apparently, they don't necessarily care for each other, and I think it's because the Brits sent all of their criminals to Australia when it was, like, first founded. So there's a little bit of a tension there, but um, I don't know. I've seen some girls. There's one girl that I've seen videos of, um, social media person, that... I think she's Spanish, like from Spain, and she has like the most adorable accent. I don't know why. There is another girl that is Australian that I've seen who, uh, again, has a really kind of sexy accent. 
but I, I think maybe those two could be. Sure. But then again, there could be a bunch of accents out there that I don't know. But I'm going to go with uh, girls from Spain, Spanish, or Australian. Fair um, enough. Here's a, here's a question. Stupid things that you were made to do while playing sports. So here's an example. My dad and I were talking, or, excuse me, over the weekend, and he was saying that back in the day in the 70s, I guess, they straight up just were not allowed to drink water. And I feel like every everybody's dad has told them that. Like, back in my day, we didn't get water breaks and stuff like right. that. So um, obviously that was stupid, but I have a couple. So, for example, <laughs> when we were in football, and anybody who plays football, I, I, I hope that this is relatable, they would make us do neck stretches, but not like where you would just, like, rotate your neck standing up they would make us essentially balance on our heads and rotate our necks around while balancing on our head so you would have your two feet on the ground and then your third like tripod would be your neck and you would roll your neck around on the ground to stretch it out and strengthen it during warm-ups was this the circus or was this football <laughs> it was a mix of both but i thought that was the dumbest shit the other one was before uh, some of our baseball games, our coach literally had us do a cardio circuit. We are doing 50-yard, like, leapfrogs, like, long jumps. We're doing lunges. We're doing cartwheels. Not literally cartwheels, but, like, it was just stupid. And by the time the game comes around, we are so damn tired. I'm like, Coach, I can't swing the bat, man. Like, my bat speed has dropped five miles an hour, and I'm late on this fastball because you had us do a damn cardio circuit before the game. So uh, those were some ah. of the dumb things that we did Cardi in sports. Cardio is good for you. Cardio's I don't good know. For you. Did you guys do anything stupid in cross country? Well, I ran cross country and track, so some people might think that sport is dumb altogether. But I, I don't know. Well, I, 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 I can't think of anything specifically, but... I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, in my... So, I mean, obviously, sports and, and medicine and stuff has come a long way since the, you know, then. But, like, the no water, the no anything is, like, the next stretches for me. It was just like, what are we doing here? So... Right, exactly. Want to add one more thing? We got to hit on it because we said we would bring it up. The phrase crocodile tears derives from an ancient belief that crocodiles shed tears while consuming their prey. And as such is present in many modern day languages, especially in Europe, where it uh, was introduced through Latin. Thank you, Wikipedia. Crocodile shed no tears for their prey. Well, well that's that's what they believe. So Crocodiles there you are go. savage beasts that have no remorse. But regardless, thank you all for listening to us on this Friday. For Nick and I at the Last Call podcast, we hope you have a great fucking Friday. No!